Welcome back, know-it-alls, and thanks for listening to the show. Your support is awesome. Please continue to follow us on Instagram and Facebook. Remember to subscribe to the podcast so you don't miss an episode when it gets released. You can find us on all social media platforms under the name Answers for Everything Podcast. We should be there. If we are not, let us know and we'll make it right. I was hoping you were going to be like, oh, the new Charlie Ray, and you have a vagina. But yeah. There you, you go. You got yourself you a, must- a mustache. Yeah, I couldn't find me a green skull cap, or I would have been like... Uh... So uh, are you looking to go <laughs> off for mustache rides, or what's up? Uh, hold on a second. I had to put that on just for the effect. <laughs> it is it, it is a it is a cooling skull cap, so you can like put this in water, and then it like helps cool your head off. So oh, nice. I, I got, I, I got that... Yeah, it you know it, it works perfectly with me having a shaved head. So, because uh, you know it was marketed with the cover to some brothers, <laughs> but you know, I was, like I said, I'm 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 channeling my inner revolutionary. You know, <laughs> so I, I'm looking uh, behind. I think you're probably your right shoulder. There's like three cardboard boxes folded. These, yeah. What is that? Those are photo albums. Really? You just, for my scrapbook. You, my scrapbook you, project. Scrapbook? Concerts. I keep all my concert stuff. Like That's I put cute. ticket stubs in there and all that stuff. Oh, yeah. I, I do have a photo album yeah. of all my ticket stubs. I don't have any like... Well, that's not true. My first U2 concert, I, I ripped open a bunch of newspapers in Edmonton because I'd never seen my favorite band before. And I have a bunch yeah. of shit from like 97 in the newspaper in Edmonton, but... Uh, sometimes I get my my wristbands for the floor and stuff like that, yeah. but on the most part, I don't really save anything from a concert. Nowadays, you you can't. Oh, yeah. Everything's no, fucking I digital. I know. I'm not <laughs> real happy about. I'm not real happy about that. And and now, if you want a hard ticket, if you can even get a hard ticket, it's like five dollars. They want five dollars yeah. extra just to give you a hard ticket. I know. Here's your convenience fee. Ugh. Yeah, yeah, the convenience fee. And then they charge you a hard ticket fee. You're like, you know what? How yeah. About, how about you just stop? Just stop. Yeah. How about how about you just quit fucking bending us over and using us like Madonna uses her husband? Well, I or mean, used to. I don't think that would be a bad thing. I mean, not I not know. the alien looking Madonna now, but <laughs> no. <laughs> if I woke up and that was riding me, I'd be like, get the fuck off me. Yes. Yeah. Yeah. I mean, I, I think Madonna, I think hottest is Austin Powers era when she did that video with, with him. Like what? Mid nineties, uh, late uh, 97, 98, 99. Yeah. 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 Well, that, maybe the late nineties. Yeah. Uh, I think yeah, that's she, hottest Madonna. She was like, probably what in her like mid forties. Maybe. Yeah. 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 Cause I mean, she's like 60 something now. So that was like 20. So heck, she might've even been in her late thirties. Yeah. She, she looks so, like an alien and shit now. So trying to avoid that. Oh, I know me too. So anyway, we, we I, I'm going to grow it back. Cause this is not working for me. I was, uh, I, I just got tired of my beard and I was like, you know what? I mean, it'll grow back in fast enough. And I was yeah. like, you know what? I'm going to, I'm going to, I haven't seen the Charlie Ray face in four or five years. So yeah, I've I got shave it off. Uh, I, don't, I like when I shave because no. I look younger, but yeah. I, I've been told by certain women in my life that if I shave, I will be less attractive. So I'm gonna I'm gonna keep being attractive to them, I guess. 
if that's what a beard does. Yeah, I'd say that a beard probably helps both me and you. But well, as mean, far as as far as looks, you know, as far as I think for the women, we're no David but, Beckham. Well, no, no, we're not. And I, I'm just hey. watching the David Beckham. There's a documentary on Netflix right now. It's like four and a half hours long. And yeah, it the it was produced by Fisher Stevens, and the first episode is directed oh, yeah. by Fisher Stevens. And I'm thinking, wow. like, wait, I like Fisher Stevens. He's he's directing shit now. I haven't seen the guy since he was on Friends. Like. Yeah, years ago, and before that, a couple movies from the eighties, right? Like Short Circuit and My Science Project. Yeah, yeah. But yeah, apparently he's a documentary writer and director. No idea. Well, good for him. Good for him. But good watching him. the yeah. watching the the Beckham documentary, like I don't I don't like sports. It's not really my thing. But yeah, I, me I'm, neither. I'm really really into this, and I I kind of want to watch old football footage now, which is really not my wheelhouse. And I'm marvelled by how fucking hot the guy is. Like I can't get over how fucking oh, he, good looking this guy is. He he was just dripping with swag, man. The dude, yeah. the dude just oozed testosterone and like 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 suave. Yeah, you know? and, and <laughs> look, I mean, I'm looking at his wife and I'm just like, God damn you! Like, leave something for the rest of us. Just anything, just anything. Well, he did leave something for the rest of us. He left just the rest of everything because we're not going to get posh spice. <laughs> I mean, come on now. Yeah. I mean, we'd probably spend our year's salary just for, I don't know, lunch. <laughs> oh, <I'm, laughs> you know, uh, that, that that wouldn't even qualify. They wouldn't even take that. Exactly. They'd have be to like, be like a, a I don't eat born peasant food. Yeah. <laughs> yeah, I don't eat peasant food. Uh, Give me what, adrenochrome. <laughs> what can you sacrifice to me in order for me to sit down with you? Yeah, it's yeah, but uh, it's a good documentary. Here. I don't watch a lot of documentaries, but it's really it got me into football now. Like it, it literally got me excited about wanting to watch old football matches. And I, I fucking don't know where that came from. Super fucked up. And you wonder why all those young ladies were like, oh, I want to bend it like Beckham. I I bet you do want to bend it like Beckham. Oh man. Speaking of, speaking of bend it, I I got, (laughs) I've got a couple urban dictionary. Um, uh, I don't know what you call them. I don't have the definitions, just, just the title and the word. Uh-huh. And I, I would like, it's really weird that you say that. Okay. So, uh, I've got uh, a listener who mm-hmm. always sends me stuff. And recently he sent me an urban dictionary word. And he, is this our friend that, that likes to take long trips and listen to multiple episodes? <laughs> no, no, that's is a, this is a, no. this is a different listener. Okay. He, well, well, shout out, shout out to that listener who oh, I don't hell know yeah. his name and I won't say it, but shout out to that man. You are a, uh, you are a national treasure, sir. Thank you for <laughs> shout all out, listening. Shout out to all of you. To, uh, so, yes. Do, do you want the, the shout urban? Shout out to all of you. Yes. Do you yes, want the urban dictionary? Let's, let's, let's hear it. All right. So he spelt it wrong when he sent it to me, and I couldn't find it. He's like, hold on. i got to wait till I go home so I can send you like the real thing. And then the wording <laughs> changed. And then I found it, and I was like, oh, god damn. That's kind of gross, but kind of hilarious so okay i'm gonna say it and i want you to guess what it could possibly be and i'm okay. gonna i'm gonna have four of them okay this so the first one is oreo slammer oreo slammer well i mean alabama slammer okay. is is a liquor based thing right oreo slammer yeah. is nothing to do with liquor i am going to say it oreo slammer is when 
two brothers take a white girl and make an Oreo sandwich out of her. See, that's a fucking great guess, but it's wrong. But yes, that's a great guess. Yeah. (laughs) Okay. You want to know what it is? Yes. Yes. Okay. So I'm going to say the definition and then I'm going to do just like on Urban Dictionary. When you go to UrbanDictionary.com, they do use it in a sentence. They use it in a sentence. (laughs) So we got. I want to be a spelling bee. O R E O. (laughs) Oreo Slammer is to shit in a girl's vagina, then come into the same vagina and then mix it around with your penis. So I guess you get the dark and the white mixed together. That that's disgusting. (laughs) Very much, very much a very much a UTI situation for the girl. (laughs) For her, yes, not you. You're you're fine. Well, yeah, but you got to stick your dick in shit to come. (laughs) Well, I guess I guess you I guess you don't have to stick your dick in it. You can just shit in there, and then you can jerk (laughs) off onto it because that's. First of all, I would never do it, but if if that was the option, that would be the option I would choose. (laughs) And in a sentence, hey. Did you hear Alex gave Jessica an Oreo slammer? Who the fuck comes up with this shit? (laughs) (laughs) Uh, Do you think, and do you you think somebody really has done it? No, absolutely. I mean, absolutely. Well, no, absolutely not. There's no way. Not, not, not even in Dubai. Uh, Maybe. (laughs) I, I think there's probably places where you can buy. Yeah. I don't think any girls just going to be like, I volunteer for that. Okay, you you, you la- say la- that. ladies, if there is any ladies listening, and, yeah. I, and I use the term ladies loosely, so to speak, and you think that you'd be up for an Oreo slammer, just email us or contact us. We're Please. not going to do one. We just want to know that you'd be willing to do one. That somebody exists. So you you say that, but uh, you know what a blumpkin is, right? Yes. So, uh, would you like to describe a blumpkin to the listeners who don't already know what a blumpkin is? Well, from what I remember, a, a blumpkin is when you are taking a crap and a girl is giving you head at the same time. That is true. That is a blumpkin. And yes. I, I worked with this guy when we were joking about blumpkins, and he's like, this may sound weird, but it, I think I might have gotten a reverse blumpkin. And I was like, all right, so can you describe this to me? Because I don't know if reverse blumpkin's a thing, but if you if you think you've done it, I want to know. He's like, my wife was in the bathroom taking a shit. I walked in there to grab the nail clippers to trim my nails. And as I was clipping them in the bathroom, she just pushed me around, pulled down my pants and gave me head. So he still got head, but he wasn't shitting. She was shitting. And so I, she was I, crapping and he was standing up and she was giving him head. Yeah. But then I was like, dude, like, first off, I know you're married, but why the fuck is the door not locked? Can you imagine taking a shit without locking the door? Yeah. Really? Even when I'm home alone, I close and lock my door. Like, it depends. Depends on how hot the bathroom is. Sometimes I leave the door open. What Sometimes, kind of shit I mean, are you if, doing if, that if, makes if, your bathroom if, change temperature? No, I'm just hot. I just run hot. You know, I'm a big guy, so you know. I Hence the cooling sometimes. caps that you just yeah showed me exactly. Yeah, I got I got like a cooling thing to go around your neck. You know, whatever. But. Now, most of the time I shut the door, even if I'm in a hotel room by myself yeah. and the door's locked with like the, the extra lock and the secondary lock, yeah. I'll still go in the bathroom and I'll shut the door. Yeah. I, I don't I just, know. It's just, it's, it's, it's just habit. I, I don't think I'm ever going to be comfortable enough to be taking a dump and have somebody walk into the bathroom to do shit in there. Ever. Well, you know, you know what? I, I mean, when I was married, my wife would do that. My second wife, not my first wife. 
Uh, not very often, though. She learned pretty quickly. It's not a good idea. Do you think uh, you missed an opportunity <laughs> where a reverse Blumkin could have could have happened? No, I would never walk in there on her. Wow. Oh. Um, and it only happened a couple times with me, but but you know, I, you know what? If I if I ever I've never had this nightmare, but if I ever had a nightmare, it's like when I see the barracks at a military facility, and yeah. there's like eight there's like eight toilets, no doors, no nothing, and you're just like shitting next to everybody. Which I yeah. understand because if you're in the military and you're in war, it don't matter. You just shit wherever. But well, I do that really now. Like, I'm, I'm not even I'm at not, war. I'm not. I'm not like wanting to like sit there taking a crap and like hold hands with people on both sides. <laughs> of me, hey, how you doing? What's up? <laughs> oh, while here. staring, while staring directly across from some other guy who maybe had fucking two bags of White Castle the night before and is having a fucking major release. Fair I don't. Enough. I don't need that. <laughs> no, I don't need that. While I don't want that memory. I no. wouldn't want that memory. So, by the way, uh, if there's any military members listening and you have experienced that. You have my uh, sympathy. And, and so. also, reach out. Send us a message and let us know that yeah. it's happening. <laughs> yeah. Well, I know it's happening. You've seen the fucking what the bathrooms look like? Jesus. All right. Okay. So Number moving two. on from Blumpkin. Yes. <laughs> well, so Oreo to Slammers to Blumpkins. But now we got the Belgium yes. dip. The Belgium dip. Wow, that's so generic. It could be so many things. Um, it could, absolutely. And it might not have uh, anything to do with Belgium or dipping. Uh, I'm going to say it's when a Belgian man rolls over and plays cuckold to a German guy who's going to slam a French woman just like World War II. All right. <laughs> Very specific. <laughs> Once again, not not quite right. I did figure it would be. <laughs> so we've got Belgium dip. When a man or woman sticks his or her nose in another woman's vagina to sexually pleasure her. Or... When a man puts his nose into a cream pie that he just left in a woman's orifice. So, in a sentence, Sally said that Bob was going to give her a Belgium dip after their coffee date. Well, I can actually <laughs> say for the first definition of the two, I yeah. have probably done a Belgian dip. And you didn't even know it. I didn't even know it. You didn't even, even know with it. This, even with this little nose of mine. Yeah, I got a big nose. Belgian dipping, I, I do know. quite often. You, well, shit, quite man, you often. Can, you can Belgian dip a couple at one time. Uh, yeah, that's the plan, <laughs> Roxanne style. <laughs> and do a blumpkin. <laughs> uh, um, no, my my door's locked, and I'm not going in on someone taking a crap. I just I want <laughs> no. to avoid it. I just want to avoid it. You know, there was there was one thing that I had. This one girl I dated. I won't say her name, but she was probably one of the hottest girls I dated. One of the best sexual experiences I ever had. No matter was it my mom? No, ma- no. Okay, all no. right. That was that was second best. But, second uh, best, not bad, mom. Yeah. Way to go. Huh. Yeah, hard to Experience. please Charlie Ray, but you made the top too. Yeah. Well, anyway, she would always make sure that if we were going to see each other, she was made up for me. And I've never really had another woman that was like really like would make make herself up just to look really pretty whenever I'd hmm. see her. You know, I mean. You know, they'd be pretty as they, they were, which I was yeah. attracted to, but I mean, but they didn't go out of their way to pretty up and she did. And that was, that was nice. It was, it was nice to have that. that she And she just said that, you know, she wanted to, you know, look her best for me, which was nice. So, you know, 
That's uh, where was I going with this subject? What was we talking about? Uh, you were going to reward her with a Belgium dip and then an Oreo slammer. Yes, yes. Well, <laughs> I wouldn't reward anybody with an Oreo slammer. Uh, <laughs> Not even my mom. Second place, dude. Come on. Yeah. <laughs> no. Oh. Uh, but 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 the whole point being just that uh, there was no way that somebody like her would like she probably wouldn't even poop if I was in the house. You know what I'm saying? Yeah. She 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 wanted to preserve that mystery that I w- that she was always Christine. Whenever yeah. I see her, yes, yeah, and, and and that's I guess that's cool, you know. Uh, I haven't had very many people like that, but I, it'd be nice, you know. So hey, if you're a listener and you're yeah. like that, just reach out, drop us a line, yeah, let us know. Yeah. On the other hand, I also don't want a girl to feel like she's going to blow up or have major gastro- gastrointestinal <laughs> distress because she's afraid to fart around me. So that's, you know, maybe not let out a five minute long ripper, but if you get it too, go ahead. Well, I mean, if, if you're going to do it, do it right. Yeah. It, well, yeah. You know, that's about year two in the, in the, in the relationship. Then you start having fart contests with each other. So, <laughs> you know, I, I haven't been there yet, but one day, yeah. maybe one day when yeah. I find that, that special someone. But yeah, you know, but then it but then it kind of takes away the mystery. It, it does. You know? But you what know? if she opens Urban Dictionary and comes across this next thing, and you're like, "Well, we're going to take this to the next level, baby." Okay, well let's let's go for the next one. It's called face squirt. Face squirt or faced face, face squirt like face your face squirt. Your face is on your head. Face squirt. Face squirt. Face squirt. Hmm. I'm going to say after a woman's given you head and she hasn't swallowed and then she just spits it all over your face. I don't know. Okay. I, I, I don't know if you've read this one before, but fuck, dude, that is so close. So Really? Yeah, here we go. Here we go. A face squirt involves a male ejaculating into the mouth of a female. Then once finished, the female tilts her head to the sky and spouts out the ejaculate into the air, much like a dolphin releasing water from its blowhole. This transaction of semen is generally best administered with the female on her knees and the male standing above her. Although other variations are very, although other variations are welcome, despite how messy they can actually be. You know, I so, almost didn't say on your face. I almost just said and just spits it out on your body, in which case I would have been pretty much right on. You would have been, but, and you, yeah. you might have been yeah. able to fit into this sentence. Yeah, but you know what, though? She's, she's got to make dolphin noises after she does it. <laughs> of, <laughs> of course she does. Of course she does. <laughs> okay. Uh, I had to get a ladder to clean the ceiling from Jenny's face. <laughs> Definitely not getting my damage deposit back. Oh man, I can't believe I actually get, came really close on that one. Yeah, man, that was that was awesome. Was I was reading, it. I was like, does he actually know this? Because that's pretty much almost exactly what it is. <laughs> I was starting it off, and you're like, okay, he's got that. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> but all I right. guess technically it could be all over your face because if she's squirting it up, or you know, your face <laughs> is only like a couple feet away. So yeah, I mean, she's on her knees and you're standing. So yeah, it makes sense. It's kind of like an. It's kind of like a. Not quite successful felt. No, not a felt snowball. Hmm. We we've all we've all done snowballing. It's quite a normal thing. No, not me. Oh well, then you're abnormal. My well, friend. maybe That's not on purpose. Maybe not on purpose. 
So okay, the fourth one is called Dolphin Dick. Dolphin Dick is when you're at a bar in San Diego and you meet two orca trainers that work there that are really hot. Get them drunk, take them back, and they say, "Give it to me like a dolphin," and you fuck them while making dolphin noises. <laughs> wow. <laughs> You might have to put a. Not second, that I've had that fantasy on there before, but you, you might know. have to put in a second meaning in in Urban Dictionary <laughs> using that. There you go. This one isn't isn't as imaginative, but dolphin dick, the descriptive term describing an abnormally arched or curved male penis. Wow! You, you, you talked about bend it like Beckham, so I said, "Hey, I got an Urban Dictionary that has to do with bending." Well, you know, I almost I almost said something just about the dick in general, but I didn't know what I would say. So, man, so the, in a sentence, hey, I heard you hooked up with Jim last night. How was it? Amy looks you in the eye and says, "It was different. He has a serious dolphin dick." Would it be like curved, like like the back of a dolphin? So it's kind of like at a weird angle, so that like really the best way for you to hit her is from behind because you'd be going down. Yeah, I, I don't I don't know. I think it could work either way, left or always left, right, up or down. It's just got what, the, what, a massive what, curve. Like, what do you call it like me if you got like a crook in it that looks like a fucking L? <laughs> uh, un- <laughs> Broken? Unfortunate. <laughs> uh, so uh, if you want some more information on the dolphin dick, there's a video you should watch online. So if you just Google. Uh-huh. Let, okay. Hey, Jamie. I'll, I'll, Google, I'll, go- I'll Google it at work tomorrow. <laughs> <laughs> hey, Jamie. You want to bring this up? Charlie Ray, join along with Jamie here. Just do a search on it. You don't have to watch the video. Just look at the title of the video. But just Google E-Fucked, so E-F-U-K-T, 78% of his sexual partners quit. So E-Fucked, all of you listeners at home, I'll give you a couple minutes. E-Fucked, 78% of his sexual partners quit. So I don't know, but I, I, I looked on um, uh, I looked on youtube first just for the fun of it and there's a video entitled dolphin love making video that well, i'm gonna have to watch later you will obviously maybe it's two people and they're making the dolphin noise 78 percent of his sexual partners quit he fucked let's see here he's got Wait. a seven inch penis okay is there a sound thingy i can turn off <laughs> you you, you want to hear the the girls being angry so you should leave the sound on but anyway, yeah, just feel free to watch that video a little bit later and just see how sometimes a massively curved penis doesn't actually pleasure <laughs> anyone. Uh, well, the first part stats out, oh, ow, holy shit. So, <laughs> so, uh, I think they talk about hitting their kidneys or something with it. So, This is legendary pie player Big Red. I want to be known as a legendary pipe. Fuck yeah. Yes. Seven-inch penis, and it's not so cervix-friendly curvature. The end result tends to involve women screaming louder than Warwick Davis after the release of box office figures on Leprechaun 4 in space. (laughs) (laughs) Just the description of it's hilarious. Yeah, the description is funnier than the video. Yeah. But I guess we should probably spoil this under the rug and move on to the next part of the show. Yes, definitely. Uh, Let's see if I close this. You know, you froze up on me, video-wise. Yeah. Hmm. Yeah, you're just like this. Oh shit! So am I. Yeah. Yeah, but you're not moving. Your lips aren't moving or anything. Yeah, no, I'm. I'm looking at the the split screen right now. You're moving, and I'm not. Oh, yeah. That's really weird. Yeah, that's the way I, I like them. Baby. I look handicapped. I wish my <laughs> mouth moving. Was, my mouth should have been I wasn't open. gonna. Say, I, I wasn't gonna say that, but you got that derpy eye look. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> it's like 
you, you caught me mid derp. <laughs> <laughs> You're thinking, mm, I want some of that dolphin dick. Oh, that's so weird. It's still frozen. I hope the I audio is okay. Well, yeah, I mean, the sound's coming through fine. I just don't know why it's frozen. I thought maybe when I played that uh, video, it did something, but that's, that's why I just closed the, the page completely, but it didn't It didn't make it start working again. So I don't know. I, I watch a lot of those videos, usually on multiple open windows at one time, and my phone never freezes. No, wait a second. Okay, Justin, quit listening in. I know <laughs> you need some stroke material before the cabinet meeting tomorrow, but... Come on, oh, he, he doesn't need any material. He just deflects. Yeah, that, that dude's like a pinball. Bow, bow, like bow, 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 eight bow. years later, and I don't think he's answered a question from anybody in the House of Commons or the media. Not one question. Yes. Pretty amazing. I'm still amazed he answered the question that got him elected. How are you qualified to be uh, PM? Um, my my last name. Yeah, exactly. <laughs> Anyway, all right, so, so all right, so no more Urban Dictionary and uh, no more Dolphin Dick. And, uh, no and more Urban Dictionary I, this episode, but there's going to be. Yes, I, I kind of like. Yeah, I, I, I like this. I, yeah, I like this. You know, I like this. You give me a, a name. I won't. I won't start like looking stuff up. You just give me some some names, and then I'll try to guess what they are and make up whatever I feel like the, <laughs> it should be, and then we'll see what it really is. Works for me. Yeah, I spend quite a bit of time on Urban Dictionary, so I'm gonna have a lot of stuff to give you. Sounds good. So, uh, so what do we want to talk about? We want to talk about our our most recent uh, travel experience. Yeah, we just got back from. Yeah, so like what five yeah, days ago? Six yeah, days ago. Just last weekend, you went. To, where'd you go again? I went to Las Vegas, and I went to Los Angeles. Hmm. So, so my question is, as far as uh, discussing this, do you want to have each of us tell our whole story, or do you want to go over segments like, hey, like how was your food experience, and then you talk, and then I'd talk, and then how was right. this or whatever? But let's let's do segments. Let's do segments. Okay. Yeah. All right. You want to go first? Or you want me to go first? Sure. We. I'll, I'll go first. Okay. So we're talking food. Yes. Nothing. Nothing really exciting in the food department. I, I got to go to In and Out Burger, which I don't get to do very often, so I was pretty happy with that. I didn't know there was one on the strip. Usually I go to the one like off Highway 15 behind Excalibur in New York, New York. I walk like 20 minutes. But there's like one right on the strip. I don't know if that's a new thing or not, but delicious. Yeah. Fantastic. Busy as shit as per usual when you go to In-N-Out. Crazy busy. Yeah. Not enough tables, not enough seating, too many people lined up. Typical, right? It's just what you expect. And yeah, it was good. And yeah. I went for a buffet at Caesar's Palace, so all you can eat everything: crabs, shrimps, Asian food, prime ribs, desserts. I, I went crazy on the desserts more than anything. Oh yeah, I, I was mesmerized by that. I guess it must have been some sort of a bridal party, but there was like a girl dressed in white, then a bunch of girls dressed in pink, all wearing the same stuff, and they kept coming back with like two plates each, with just like it looked like, like ten pounds of crab legs on each plate. They were just like piling up crab on the fucking that's all they were eating just so much crab it was fucking crazy so so before you go on about this just in general experience have you ever noticed i think women love crab legs more than dudes do i I feel like that i i don't i don't eat seafood at all so i'm I'm just confused oh okay how they could only eat the one thing again and again and again and again and again seems weird to me well you you got to you got to get enough food. I mean, 
Well, okay, let's look at it this way. I don't know if you've seen this video about this Atlanta girl situation, but she was being made fun of quite a bit online, and uh, it was a it was a black woman, and uh, she had been talking about how this guy had been trying to take her out. And so she was, she, after a couple of weeks of him pestering her, she said, oh, I was bored. I figured, hey, I could go out and get a, some food or whatever. And he basically invited her out for drinks. Well, he, right. took her to the, he took her to this place, and apparently it was known for their oysters or whatever. And so the oysters were 12 for $15. She proceeded to order a total of 48 oysters. 48 oysters plus other food and drinks. So anyway, in the middle of this, Dude basically dipped out, paid the waiter for his drinks, and Adioster sent her a text <laughs> message and said, "Hey, I invited you out for drinks, so enjoy paying for your food or whatever." She says, "I'll yeah. pay." For, he said, "He said, I'll Venmo you money to cover your drinks because I invited you out for drinks, I yeah. did whatever." And so, yeah, so it was pretty funny. But but the point that I was going with was about I was talking about buffet. Oh, crab. yeah, buffet and crab legs. Yeah. So so the thing is this. There's a lot of things that you can eat a ton of that don't really fill you up very much. So obviously this girl was able to eat 48 oysters. I, I wouldn't eat 48 oysters. I might eat 12 oysters. I wouldn't eat 48 because I don't think I could stand eating 48 oysters. I don't, I don't eat seafood at all. So yeah, it, the oysters, they're small, are they not? Are they oh, not yeah, like they're, they're pretty small. I mean, yeah, you could, you could totally eat 48. It's just I had – what did I have? I had down in – when I was in New Orleans – I had some, what was it? Was it oysters or was it? I think it was oysters. It was like like oysters on the grill. Like grill. I don't know. They were delicious. I probably could. I ate just like one order of them because they weren't they weren't cheap. Yeah. Uh, you know, I mean, they weren't super expensive, and but I mean, they weren't cheap either. I didn't need to eat 30 oysters or whatever, <laughs> but they were awesome. They tasted great. It, it must be an entirely different mindset that maybe most of your life – You've never had to pay for food when you went out. I don't know what that's like to where uh -huh. I can just look at the menu and just go, bah, I don't have to pay for it. I can order whatever I want. Yeah, no, I'm 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 paying for the bulk of the food. Yeah. Yeah. So thing things get pricey. Especially yeah, it, if somebody's ordering sixty dollars worth of fucking oysters. Exactly. Exactly. When and, they got and, invited uh, out for drinks. Yeah. I, I don't know. I mean, I don't want to be that guy. It's like, hey, look, you know, if you go out and spend this much money, you owe me something. But if you go out like on a date, a first date and a first date and you're wanting to drop like 100, 150 bucks. Yeah. There better be a payoff in that because I, I'm sorry, you know, ladies, if you feel the feel free to contact us. But, <laughs> yeah. you know, this whole thing. Well, what are you providing? for this whole inner evening that I plan and take you out and do this and do that. Oh, the, they get the pleasure. The they get the pleasure. They get the pleasure of my company. Well, you know, I have lots of guys that I like to hang out with and have pleasure of their company. But if I want to be with a woman, I want pleasure that goes a little bit more than just company. And well, not that oysters I'm aren't aphrodisiac, aphrodisiac. So maybe she was getting ready for a great <laughs> evening. Well, I guess if she can show you how to slobber down some oysters, she can slobber down <laughs> something else that tastes like oysters. I don't know. Uh, <laughs> kind of got that texture, Blumpkin. But uh, I don't know. I, I am totally jaded. I meet very few women that inspire me to want to just go out and just drop, you know, half a week's paycheck on a date. Sorry. You know, I, I might do that for a special 
you know, I mean, these people today are just fucking insane as far yeah. as what they expect. Oh, for a first date, I saw some. Oh, for a first date, I expect at least a couple hundred dollars. Bitch, I don't even know you. Like, like that, like that line from Thanos. I don't even know who the fuck you are. Yeah. She's like, you you ruined my entire life. Bitch, I don't even know who you are. <laughs> you took everything yeah, from you took me. Everything I don't even me. know who you are. Exactly. Yeah. And so uh, I want a $200 meal. I don't even know who you are. Yeah, but I've, had, how... I've had so many first dates where I've dropped a good amount of coin. Oh, I had a great time. I'm like, oh, okay, cool. You know, we'll see you, whatever, you know, later on that night. I don't think we really were a match. Bitch. Enjoy my fucking half day's work or a day's worth of work for you to go out and just slob some food down. So how many dates do you think she's going on in a week? A lot. She's a straight up 304. You know what a 304? Hold on. Uh, I have you, no you idea. Never, you, never heard that, you never heard that slang, 304? It sounds like a highway. <laughs> okay. If you had a calculator, imagine 304, okay? The number 304. Okay. Now turn the number upside down. Oh, that, that's, that's a terrible <laughs> thing to call a woman. I guess, I guess you're not paying for them, but you're paying for dinner. So there's a there's a transactional part of the evening. Well, let's be honest. The way I look at it, everything in life is transactional. It, it, everything is. It doesn't matter what it is. So I mean, whether whether we're prostitutes for going to work for money, or they're or they're or they're working to take care of the family, and you're and you're paying for everything, it's all transactional. It's just it's just how do you sugarcoat it, and how do you look at it, or do you just call it love? So you're you're <laughs> done. You're done dating. No, I didn't say I was done dating. But I mean, mostly I am. I said unless uh, unless I get get to the point where I find some sweet lady uh maybe outside of the united states one day but who knows so when you're when you're dating somebody like online dating you haven't met them yet how long do you text before you guys go on a date do you think less than a week i i usually try to move it along right away because i'm kind of like what's the point of of texting for days because you text text you text you talk you text then you meet and it doesn't click it's like well you just spent four or five days and several hours of bullshit you know just meet up and see if there's any chemistry so do you do you think maybe texting for longer would give you a more inclination as to whether or not splurging on the dinner would be worth it right if you rush to it you didn't know if you could gel with them texting wise. And then they're going to be like, yeah, we're not really a match, but thanks for dinner. You're like, I kind of wish I texted you for maybe two weeks before. before I, I really, sure I really I didn't want to go on an actual date with you. Yeah. I really don't know that I like the whole concept of a whole big whoop de doo first date anymore, because a lot of times with these people, I mean, it's like usually before, like, let's say, like, say, you know, you you used to go into your favorite store or whatever it was. Maybe it's a grocery store. Maybe it's a comic book store or whatever. And you see a girl and you see her quite a bit. And you're like, oh, you know, she's really cute. I like to ask her out. You talk to her a little bit. You know, you kind of get her, you know, you kind of gauge the temperature, see if you kind of click with her. She knows you. She sees you. You ask her out. Or she's a friend of somebody you know and you have some kind of thing. But when it's somebody who's online, it's basically a completely random stranger for the most part. Almost, you know, completely random stranger. Yeah. I, you should just beat up. I mean, and and of course, women will go. Well, it's not worth my time. But uh, you know, I think you should just meet up for like at a coffee house or for a drink or for I've done, I've or done whatever. Houses. I've done the drink. I've done the appetizer. 
you know, then it goes to a dinner and then it goes to a movie and coffee after to talk about the movie. And I, I just find that like, cause you're talking about just dropping all the coin, right? Just dropping so much money into it. And then she pretty much tells you to fuck yourself at the end of the night. And you're like, well, right. I, I guess that was cool. I'm going to, I could have done, I could have done that and saved myself 150 bucks. I could have gone know. out for dinner by myself and just spent half the amount of money and enjoyed my own company. Yeah, exactly. I, I don't know. I, I see online girls are always just like, oh, I don't want a texting buddy. Let's go on an actual date. But then now you're saying like usually the dates just fizzle out. They're just like, hey, thanks for the food. Peace out. Yeah. So do you think they're trying to get the free food to say peace out? They're trying to see who who treats them better on the first date, who spends more money on the first date. Do you think they want to push I, through I, the, to me? I would say, yeah, I would say some women do. I, you know, you know me. I've, you know, I'm very, I'm very jaded about the whole relationship thing at this point in life. So I don't think there's an easy way to do it. And I, I do notice that there's a lot of people that when I first started online dating like five years ago, they're they're still on the same apps because I'll swipe them as like, oh, I, oh yeah, been out here for like five years, like you haven't found anybody. But then I'm thinking like, wait a minute. I'm still on here five years yeah. later, but their, their write-ups are just like, Oh, I'm looking for the one. I'm looking for the one, you know, I'm looking for the one. I'm a partner in crime. I'm looking for my last first kiss from someone. <laughs> well, yeah, they're looking for that 1%. The guy that's six foot two has over a six inch dick, makes six figures, you know, has a, has, has enough money that he could easily take care of her. And she doesn't have to work yet. He doesn't have to work very much so he can spend time, taking her and trap yeah you know you know that one percent that unicorn man that, that they're all searching for you know the the magic man oh like the like the video i sent you earlier with the girls yeah. always trading up to dating like they'll, they'll never date a guy who is a line cook at like a uh, fast food cook like they right won't, they, they won't no. date a dude who works at burger king they're like why would i do that but a guy's just like you work at burger king sweet let's go on a date if i if i met a, a cute girl with a good personality that worked at mcdonald's that would be fine. Yeah. What, no, would no, I? What, what? Would I also be the type that again, like you say, women always say, "Well, I'd be there to help support my man." And, you know, now they want to push their man to make more money, but I, I would just want her to be doing something that she's happy doing. I wouldn't necessarily expect her to have to go. I, I'm not going to tell her, "Hey, go out and make six figures." I just want her to do something that she enjoys doing. Because I mean, I doubt she probably really enjoys working at McDonald's, but. But you know the thing is for me that matters is is that I'm attracted to her and she's cute and and healthy and and has a good personality and wants to be with me. <laughs> I mean that's the that's the number one. But you and know, likes Oreo slammers or reverse <laughs> blumpkins. Yeah, exactly. You know, is 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 adventurous yeah. uh, with with me. Is um, that too much to ask? Come on, baby, Oreo slammer. <laughs> Mention that on the first date. Go get me the two brothers. We can do an Oreo slammer while you watch. You're like, yeah, damn, fuck. Yeah. Hey, you heard the Charlie Ray interpretation. I don't know. I mean, you know, I'm, I'm the last person to ask uh, about. I, I used to be uh, the romantic type, and I just I just am not anymore. I'm, I don't think that I'm necessarily qualified to be a, a person given relationship advice. So what you're saying is this episode of Answers for Everything, if the questions are about relationships, Charlie Ray shouldn't be answering. Mm, probably not. But uh but I will anyway. Because oh, why well, not? Yeah. Well, I, I mean, mean it's, it's an answer. It's not necessarily <laughs> right, but it's yeah. No, we never claim that they're right answers, but right. but I mean, what 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 is the what is the the best thing everybody in this world likes to do? Tell everybody else how to live their life because they don't have to work on their own. Like today, I realized 
I'm one step closer to being a hoarder. So, hey, good for me. Only one step? Well. It's a big step. <laughs> now I've started having way more food than I can eat. And if you ever watch any of the hoarding shows, you start seeing how they have a lot of food. I was trying to organize my kitchen today, and I realized I have enough food for – now, Now there's two ways to look at this. Either it's it's hoarding, and it's a step closer to me confronting that and seeing a therapist, which is probably not going to happen, let's be honest. Uh, or two, it's smart because World War III might break out any second, and thank God I got 90 cans of soup to get me through it. Do you, <laughs> At least you really have two 90 cans of soup? Almost, Yes. How, yes. I want you to tell me right now, how often do you eat soup? Well, the point was is to have something that was shelf-stable and would last a while. But now I'm getting to the point where I'm getting stuff that's getting close to the expiration date that I bought like a year or two years ago. And so I've got to start eating it before you know well you know the expiration date it's not really expired. It's True. the best buy date. You know, it's usually good past that. But but yeah, I'm getting to the point where stuff is starting to, you know, and I'm not eating it fast enough because I'm usually eating other stuff. Like, you know, I'm like today I had for lunch, I, I made some uh, pulled pork tacos. Delicious. You know? Oh yeah, it was delicious. I got some cilantro and some onion and had a little bit of uh verde salsa on it, a little bit of some jalapenos. Oh, it was, mm, ah, and some tortillas. It was nice, but I've got enough soup. I, I, basically, I got enough soup that I'm, if I ate a can a day, let's say I ate a can a day on my work days, uh, three months. Oh, more than that because you don't work five, seven days almost a week. five almost five months. Yeah, that's right. Yeah, I'm thinking like oh, I work seven days a week. That would yeah. take three months to finish. Yeah. So so basically, I have enough food that probably I could probably get to the point where I just spent maybe another like probably just like occasions I go out to eat. I don't need to go to the grocery store really for food. Now I do go cause I have to pick up stuff for uh, my mom, but, uh, but I don't really need to buy groceries. The problem is, is I go to the store to get her stuff because she can't drive. Yeah. And then I'm like, Oh, Hey, that's on sale. Hey, that's on sale. You know, mm, I, I don't and, think like that. But see, I, but see, I like that. I'm going to buy two of them. Yeah, but see, but see, that's the that's the problem. You watch those hoarding movies, and they're always like, "Well, I couldn't pass that up. It was too good a deal." Like you ever see? You you should watch some of these, some of these episodes are hilarious. We should watch that and discuss it sometime. But uh, these people that are extreme couponers, and they'll have like you go in there, like they'll go in their basement, and there'll be like shelves and stuff. And there's like fifty things of toothpaste. They're like, "Yeah, that was like like twenty cents a piece." Well, I, I used all these coupons or whatever, and I'm like, "Yeah, but you got." 50 tubes of toothpaste, (laughs) you know, you know, and they just have tons of stuff. And I'm just like, anyway, the whole point is this much like everything else in my life, food has now become something that's becoming overwhelming to the point of stuff. And now I'm like, okay, I gotta, I gotta get this gone through. So, man, we're really devolving from our trip on this one, but I'm pretty sure you're going to start making a, a lot of soup. Yes, a yes, a lot of soup. Mixing um, together. Yeah, but, uh, I, I've got a, I've got a little treasure trunk that I put yeah. my stuff that I purchase from whenever I travel or if I go to like an import shop. And when I was in Vegas, it's an import shop to me because I'm from Canada. So when I'm in the states, right. I U.S. shit. Did you see that Cheetos street corn that I bought? I did. I actually saw that in a store. I think actually in L.A. too. It's I so good. I didn't yeah, buy it. it's like chili lime cheesy corn. 
mm. Cheetos. It's really, really good. It was awesome. But I think the the one the the two things that I bought that I kind of wish I didn't buy, but I'm glad I bought. I uh, was doing a just a walk down the strip, stopping in at anything I could, looking at stuff, taking pictures, having a drink, you know, grabbing a Chick Fil A, grabbing a slider from White Castle, what what have you. And mm-hmm. I was I ended up down at the far end by the Luxor. So I go into the Luxor and casinos they're meant for you not to leave right there's no window right. it's all dark it's confusing as fuck there's, there's no clock of, that's right <laughs> no clock of the same machine you don't know where you are right and there's there's also a lot of little stores everywhere like every third corner has a little tiny convenience store in it for people that need to buy whatever the fuck they need so they can sit back down and <laughs> right more. and i looked in this one and all i saw was japanese labels for their lays chips and their pringles just a bunch of Japanese writing. I was like, well, that's kind of cool. But then it's all mixed right. in with American writing. So there's mm-hmm. American stuff. So there's a whatchamacallit and a crunch bar. And then there's a box of cereal from Japan. And then there's sour cream and onion Pringles. And then there's something Pringles that I don't know what the fuck it is because it's not in English. And I was like, <laughs> this is a really <laughs> weird fucking store. Like it's a convenience right. store that sells band-aids and nail clippers and perfume and like single shot booze, like those little tester bottles. Yeah. Yeah. Zippos. It sells everything as in most of these casino stores do. And then right. I saw the Snickers, uh, whipped raspberry. Right. Oh, these are those expensive ass Snickers. Yeah. And then yeah. Snickers butterscotch. I was like, oh, cool. Those look neat. I grabbed them. I looked. There's no prices. I look at the box. There's no price. I look at that whole shelf. Nothing has a price on it. And <laughs> I go stand in line. I'm probably like third in line. And I get up there. And the girl working, she goes, uh, sir, you know, these are these are $10 each. I'm like, no, no, I don't. Because there's no prices on anything on that shelf. She goes, are you sure you want to buy them? I'm like why would you be selling them and then try to not sell them to me? Like I'm, I'm right. already in line. I'm already here. I'm never going to see these again. I'm on vacation. Right. Just fucking here's 20 bucks. Thanks. So I paid 20 us dollars, <laughs> which is like $27 Canadian for two Snickers bars. I had the butterscotch one last night, dude. It is so fucking good. Amazingly good. I'm, I'm saving the raspberry one. Cause I'm like a raspberry fan. And Snickers usually doesn't disappoint with any kind of variation they put out. Snickers is pretty consistent. And yeah. on the way back from the airport to my house, I stopped at this little gas station called the Tempo. And they usually have U.S. stuff there. I can buy whatchamacallits there. I can buy uh-huh. white chocolate Reese peanut butter cups. I can buy shit that I can't buy in Canada at this little thing. And it just cost a little bit more money. And they had three Snickers I'd never seen before, but they were all in Spanish. One had oh. a picture of a coconut. And I think it said cocoa on it, which I'm assuming that sounds is tasty. Coconut. Yeah. And one, I couldn't read what it was, but it had a picture of like a sliced open passion fruit. And I was like, fuck yeah, that sounds pretty good. And the other one just looked like a bunch of nuts. So it looked like a Snickers bar, but the cross section of it was just nuts. I'm like, well, Snickers is full of nuts. So this doesn't, I don't think this is any different, but well, at least, at least you didn't have a picture of balls on it. <laughs> well, I mean, I would have bought two in that, in that case. Yeah. yeah. I brought all three to the front and they were like two. Two dollars Canadian each, so like a regular candy bar, a little, right. little bit more. I was gonna say they weren't ten bucks a piece then. Ten dollars US, mind you, right? There's, there's a fucking exchange, and it's gonna it's gonna haunt me to the day I die that I spent twenty dollars US on two fucking chocolate bars. But and yeah, she didn't she didn't even give you a handy out behind the register. <laughs> Maybe she was trying to do that, like trying to like dissuade me from getting the chocolate bars and be like, hey, I got something cheaper. <laughs> My but ass. I was, but I was just like, no, I want these. I'm in line. Fucking yeah. bill me. And she's like, dude, you're missing out on the best hand job in Vegas. Anyway, uh, I go to the counter to pay, and the guy looks down. He's like, have you had those before? I was like, I have not. He's like, uh, my friends had them. That one right there. And he points at the passion fruit one. I'm thinking passion fruit, chocolate, sounds pretty good. 
And he's like, they said that one tastes like dirt. Like literally you're eating piles of dirt. And I was like, oh, he goes, uh, are you sure you want to buy it? And I'm thinking like, what the fuck is it with you Snickers salesmen that don't want me to buy your shit? And I was like, okay. uh, this, this report to the Snickers hotline, man. You got anti-Snicker <laughs> people out there selling Snickers. Yeah. So and if any of you work for Snickers, the, the tempo outside Edmonton is trying to like make people not buy your product. And the lady working at the Luxor also doesn't want you to buy your product. Yeah. But yeah, I just looked at it and I was like, dude, I just spent $20 US on two other Snickers, so this $6 isn't going to break my bank. But... Hey, it averages them out. Five Snickers for, for 25 or 26 Yeah, yeah. you know, it's it's still high, but... It was... Still five bucks of Snickers, but still, wow. Well, yeah, the passion fruit one, I had it the other night. Great. Like, it tasted like passion fruit and chocolate, exactly how you would think it would taste. So I don't It wasn't know like got... dirt? No, not at all. <laughs> no dirt whatsoever. But yeah, that butterscotch one, I'm I'm mad now that I only bought one for $10 because I would have liked to have had another one. And, wow. But they're from India. If you look at the wrapper, the butterscotch one and the raspberry one are from India. Uh-huh. So I, I don't know what that store was. It was India, chocolate bars, Japanese Pringles. Fucking weird. But yeah, that that's the extent of my food from Las Vegas that, that I can think of. Oh, no, wow. there's another thing. Uh uh, drinking right people drink in vegas that's what they do that's their thing right and we, we got back to our room at like i don't know three four o'clock in the morning like super late the lights are off and the person i'm with is like hey i'm gonna go put the bottle of water in the in the fridge you know do you know if we have one i go yeah there's one underneath the tv stand over there and i was like just don't take anything out of it because everything's like weighted because this is a this is a good like staying at the venetian it's a little bit classier than staying at like the super eight or whatever right and, and I know if they fill the the mini bar fridge, as soon as you move it, you get dinged for whatever it is. And it's not a normal fucking price. You know, it's a ridiculously stupid price. Even though liquor in Vegas is cheap as shit, the little shots inside that fridge are probably like 12 bucks each. Jesus Christ. Right? So, well, yeah, it's the Venetian. So, yeah, okay. Yeah, so I, I didn't look at it. I just knew that the fridge was there because I saw that it was there earlier on in the day. And I was like, just don't take anything out. And then she takes a bunch of stuff out. I'm like, what are you doing? She goes, I'm just taking stuff out to make room for my bottle of water. I was like, but now that there's weights in there, we're going to get dinged. She goes, that's stupid. That doesn't make any sense. Why would that be a thing? And I was like, all right, whatever. We'll figure it out tomorrow. The yeah. Next morning, like I wake up, I have a shower and I open the blinds to take a look outside, like the, the scenery that we have, which you saw wasn't very nice. And right. I was like, I wonder if the thing is weight. I wonder if I'm right. And I, I open the door to where the fridge is and there's a big fucking sign that covers almost the entirety of the door of the mini fridge and it says each and every item in this fridge is under a weight sensor whether or not you remove it purposely or accidentally it immediately gets billed to your room to your credit card and i'm looking at Uh it and she's got like two san pellegrinos on the counter one little shot glass thing on on the counter one bigger bottle of water on the counter and I showed her, I was like, hey, check out the sign. She goes, what the fuck? Seriously? How much did I just pay for that? I'm like, it says go to like channel 12 <laughs> on the TV, right? There's no prices on it. You have to like grab the TV remote, turn on the TV, go to the right channel, go to menu and see the right. menu price. And you look at it. I go, those four things right there is like $43 US. Those four I was going to say 35, but geez. Yeah, $43. She goes, I have to pay $43? I go, US. So you, that that's like $55 Canadian. Uh-huh. You're going to have to pay for just because you move those four fucking things to store water. Like, are you serious? Like, why didn't you listen? She goes, I didn't think you were being serious. It, it sounds like something that's really stupid. I go, no, I agree with you. It is stupid. But uh, 
we didn't drink any of it. I was like, we'll just put it all back in. I'll go down and talk to the front desk on our way out. It's not going to be a big deal. So we start walking down there. She's like, you're like, you're going to get in trouble. Like, what do you mean? I'm going to get in trouble. She's like, it says whether or not it was moved on purpose or accidentally, they're going to bill you. And I was like, yeah, but I mean, it's all still there. I'm pretty sure it's going to be fine. Like it's, this is what hotel front desk and concierge people are for, right? To help you out. And she's like, oh, oh, I've got an idea. Tell them that I don't speak English. And I go, what? Like, I thought she was kidding. She goes, well, I'm Asian, right? So just tell them that I can't read English. And I didn't see it last night when I opened the fridge. We got home late. It was dark, which it was. I didn't look at the outside of the fridge. I'm fumbling around. So I was like, I I feel really bad saying that an Asian doesn't speak. Do you just use that? She don't speak English routine. (laughs) And and we went to the front and I explained to the lady that, oh, I'm sorry, the person I'm with, she doesn't like speak or read English very well. She didn't read the sign. And she moved a bunch of stuff to put her bottle of water in there. She was, oh, yeah, don't worry about it. We can take the charges off off your card. These things happen. And I was like, okay, cool. And then the next day, like when we were checking out, it was still on the bill. So it went down again. And the girl's like, oh, yeah, you. She doesn't speak English, right? I go, well, just barely. She doesn't really write it or read it, but she can speak some words. And then Jay is just like smiling and nodding, like looking at me and looking at her like a like a fucking moron, right? <laughs> and the girl's the, yeah, the girl's like, okay, uh, let me see here before you check out. Yeah, we'll just take that off off the bill for you. And they took it off, and I just laughed and I was like, I feel really bad because that's such like a racist thing. She was yeah, but I, it was a racist thing against me, but it was my idea, so it's okay. Right. I would much rather someone be racist towards me and me not have to pay like sixty five dollars for water for nothing, right? Yeah. Right. <laughs> Oh, fucking hilarious. That's awesome. But I was like, hey, you know why this happened? She goes, it happened because I'm a woman and you're a man and you're always right. I'm like, exactly. You may not be able to read or write English very well, but you know the rules of the world. (laughs) And then she called me a fucking asshole. But hey, you know, just in case anybody is listening, she can read and write English very well. (laughs) Uh, But yeah. She That's took it upon awesome. herself to take one for the team, which I wasn't going to pay for that shit anyway. I was like, nah, this is a you problem. I told you not to do it. Yeah. So so speaking of uh, the reason why you went to uh, Las Vegas in the yeah. first place, I see that they just added 11 more shows in January. They did. Uh, with 11 more shows, January 26th, 27th, February 2nd, 3rd, 7th, 9th, 10th, 15th, 17th, 18th. All new available live at the Spear. Spear. Book your Fiby VIP and hotel package today. So here's a whole brand new bunch of shows. And uh that that Vibe package, they like you know the the heartbreak I had with the tickets, right? No yes. no seat numbers, no section yeah. really. And then when I got my tickets, they were in like the worst section possible, but I paid the highest price possible. So it was just a uh, three months of like email returns and phone call returns and not really fucking getting anywhere. And then finally shit comes out of my my Ticketmaster account and the tickets that they gave me weren't there anymore. I'm like, okay, cool. So now what? And nobody replied shit until like two days before the show. I got Jesus. other tickets. I got other tickets that were good seats. Yeah. So I guess me bitching and complaining forever gave me what I wanted. And I, I was fortunate. There's a lot of people who are at the show that were in like customer service lines, like fucking 150 people long, trying to get rid of their shit tickets that they were given for their premium prices. And now wow. the, those new dates that you're looking at, now they're specifically saying all the stuff purchased through us, through this package, you will not be sitting in any rows from 25 back to 37. It will all be within the first 12 rows. Right. So they just leave them empty. Yeah. So they finally yeah. didn't give people the shit seats, but the people that bought all the tickets in April, like I did, they're still dealing with that shit now and will will until the end of December. 
Wow. It's the, the, the company is just shit on constantly. You you can't find a nice thing that is said about that company online, yeah. but it's a brand new company. So we didn't know when we bought tickets. It was, it was created right. specifically for this purpose. Wow. And um, they, they sent a survey after the concert to me asking uh-huh. how the company is. I'm like, Hmm, dot, dot, dot. Where do I begin? And it was a paragraph upon paragraph upon paragraph of me just shitting on the company as a whole. Like there, there's absolutely nothing you guys did right. And I'm not the only one. And then I looked online, like on the, the Facebook groups and everybody else that got the survey is just like, Hmm, dot, dot, dot. Where do I begin? They're all just like shitting on this company. So I think they got all those replies back and thought, fuck, we need to do something better next time. And now they did. Yeah. And it doesn't help that, you know, there's thousands of us who got garbage service, but I'm yeah. not going to lie, man, that, that venue, that show, holy fuck. If you can go watch anything at that venue, I recommend it. I don't care what it is like Napoleon dynamite, or even how about that? E-fucked video. Yeah. 78% of I'm not sure if I can handle a 70 foot version of his seven inch wang from big red, <laughs> the, the dolphin dick. I'm guessing he's got red hair. I don't know. I didn't look big red. I would assume so. Unless yeah. he's tattooed his dick red. Yeah. Like a hot dog. He's got like a dog <laughs> penis. You ever wonder how they tattoo a dick? Like, do they, do they tattoo it hard or limp? Can you stay hard when they're tattooing you? I, I, there's no fucking I, way I would. It, it, I, I, don't I don't know. know. I, I, I'm not going to find out either. I, I guess, you know, the thing is, it would be, you know, like I said, I always thought the, the funnest people to have at the, at the super friends orgy would be the wonder twins. It could be anything you want. Anything. <laughs> anything. And they're really, really close for brother and sister. Yeah. I'm saying, I'm thinking there's some little bit of action going on. Yeah. They're, they're probably from Alabama. Yeah. I know it's Al- supposed to be aliens, but. <laughs> the, Al- the Alabama Wonder Twins. <laughs> the Alabama. Hey, sis, I'm bored. What do you want to do? <laughs> Same old thing as every time, Friday. Sorry. Uh, no offense to anybody from Alabama. Oh, uh, oh shit. I didn't or, even think about or, that. Or the South or anywhere. You know, we're just kidding. We're just we're just playing with you fuck nuts. Uh, <laughs> or anyway. Newfoundland, Canada. I think that's the Alabama of Canada. So do you want to go on and talk more about your trip? You want me to talk about uh, my food experiences? No, I think uh, I did have a, an airport thing that uh, when when you said you wanted to talk about this, I just yeah. started typing it out because there, there's a, a lot to it. And it just, I, I completely forgot that it happened. And as I was typing, I was like, how the fuck could I forget that this happened? This is. Okay. So this is coming in or leaving? I was flying Van- or Edmonton to Vancouver. Uh-huh. And then from Vancouver to Vegas, it's just like fucked up. I kept typing and typing and typing. I was like, I, I want to, I want to record this story because this is fucking amazing, but that this happened. Did you want me to read what I typed? Yeah, yeah. Go ahead and just okay. go ahead. I mean, we're 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 uh we're half an inch into this, so we gotta get the tip. Might as well keep well, going. Shit, half an inch. That's all I got. <laughs> well, that includes you, the tip. You, you give it to me twice, I get a whole inch. All right, perfect. That that's good. I'll thrust twice. If I can, if I can last that long and then finish. Yeah. All right. So the, the, the story starts out, it's a normal trip, fly from Edmonton, one connection at YVR, which is Vancouver. And then on to Vegas, everything was normal, except we had an issue in Vancouver. Usually I'm the guy that randomly air quotes gets selected for extra screening. Like 90% of my air travel. I'm the guy that gets pulled aside. Like every fucking time. I always joke that it's a long hair bearded tattoo guy screening, but not this time. I just went through. 
all the security, like normal, and thought, hmm, this is going to be an easy trip, which of course means that the gods above or the powers that be heard me and decided to take notice and then proceeded to say, the fuck it is. This is not going to be easy for you. We're just like warming you up, buddy. So we had a two-hour, 45-minute layover in Vancouver. So we skipped lunch in Edmonton so that we could eat in Vancouver since we had plenty of time. So in Vancouver, we do all of our passport control and screening. So like when you, usually when you leave Edmonton and fly directly to the States, I do all the passport control before I even leave Canada. I land right. in the States and I'm on my way. Uh-huh. So Vancouver is the same way. So if I'm flying Edmonton to Vancouver, uh, I would do all my screening there and then hop on my plane when I land in Vegas, I can just get a cab and head downtown. Okay. So yeah, okay. I figured we had three fucking hours, right? Passport control usually takes 15 minutes. It would give us plenty of time to sit and eat. So we got off the Edmonton flight, followed the signs of Vancouver to our gate, which was the E-Gates. So okay. we turned when it said E. We kept following the signs. It said E. We walked through two duty-free shops, passed some bathrooms, looked up top, said E-Gates, U.S. departures here, went down some stairs. Then we went through one of those security gates where you have to scan your boarding pass. Okay. And we just kept following the signs. It said E-Gates, E-Gates, U.S. and international departures. Uh-huh. So we're just fucking going the way we should. And then all of a sudden I get to a point that I know I've been to this airport before because there's a bunch of display cases and there's like Mickey's and Goofy's and other airplanes and just cool little displays that you can walk by as you're going through the airport. Okay. Then we kept going, we kept going, went through another duty-free shop. And then we get to a dead end where there's nothing but glass. So there's a huge glass doors that aren't opening, but behind right. the glass doors, we can see the signs that say to E-Gates. U.S. Uh-huh. departures and international. I look to my left and there's an escalator, but I that leads up to the second floor, which also has E gates on it. But we can't get to the escalator because we're behind glass. So we're down <laughs> this hallway, all glass. We just follow the signs, and all of a sudden we couldn't go anywhere. We're like, "What the fuck is going on?" Okay. Yeah. And then Jay's like, "Hey, shit, check it out. There's three elevators right behind us." I go, "Oh, that that's fucking awesome." All right. <laughs> right. Okay. Just, just, all right. We're walking towards the elevators. And she's taking a picture of something. Uh, the elevator opens up. Some lady gets out. I just She gets out. And I put my like foot in there to stop the elevator doors from closing. Uh, Jay gets like beside me. We go inside the elevator. Once we're in there, there's only, I think, two floors to pick. Uh, two and three. And uh-huh. two was, it said, uh, U.S. Departures and International. So I just followed. I hit that. We went up the second floor. Got out of the elevator. Kept following the signs for E-Gates. We're, now we're on this walkway like above a passport control. So once you get out of the elevator, you can go downstairs to the passport control, or you uh-huh. can go on this walkway where it says to U.S. departures. E-gates. So so should you have gone to the customs? Is that what you should have done? Well, I I don't know about that because why would they? Why would you have an option? Right? True. You, you shouldn't have right. an option. You should be like funneled through. Yeah, yeah. You have to go. All so right. So we walked up towards the e gates, and there's a lady working a desk. Uh-huh. And she's like, oh, where's your passport control? Like, where's your declaration? We're like, oh, we didn't get that. She goes, oh, then you can't go through here. You got to go downstairs through the passport control, which you just asked why I didn't go there, right? Right, right. So, yeah, we I go, okay, cool. So we walked, like, across the walkway, down the stairs, went to passport control. And mm-hmm. the girl's like, oh, which flight did you get off? I was like, oh, we just got off Edmonton. She goes, oh, no, this is, like, right now, if you're going through here, it's because you got off international. Like, you, you got off domestic. I go, I, we did. We got off from Edmonton. She goes, you, you don't need to go through here. This is this is for people that flew in from China or flew in from Los right. Angeles. This is where they go to go through customs. I go, yeah, okay. I, don't, I don't need to go through customs if I'm flying Canada to Canada. Right. So even with so, you're, the, so, so you're in Vancouver 
U.S. or Vancouver, Canada? Which Vancouver you mean, are you in? Vancouver, Canada. Okay. Oh, okay. I thought you were in the U.S. Yeah. Okay. No, we flew Canada to Canada, Edmonton to Vancouver. Uh, okay. Oh. But, so, but you were flying from Vancouver to Las Vegas. Yeah, with a connection. Okay. In okay. Vancouver from it. So, so right. The the lady, like she called another like the lady at the passport checkpoint called another security person to come talk to us. So this other lady shows up and she pulls us off to the side and she's asking how we got there. And I just went step by step, like exactly what I did, step by step by step by step. She's like, You ended up on the floor above us? I go, Yeah. She goes, How? I go, because we followed the signs that said E Gates International US departures. And then we just walked down here and now this lady won't let us through. She goes, yeah, but you can't go through there because you didn't arrive internationally. So she asked again and she asked again. And then I gave her a detailed step-by-step -step guide on exactly what store, what lounges, duty-free shop, toy displays, the glass dead-end doors we couldn't go through, eventually leading us to this floor where the lady in security above us said to go downstairs to go through customs. And now we are at the point where we're at right now. Uh huh. You're very precise. Like you, you... You remembered where you went, like everywhere. I go, yeah, pretty much, just because of following the signs. And every time I saw the sign, I realized like where I was. Like, oh, I'm next to this duty free shop, or I'm next to this airport lounge that's shut down. She goes, okay, right. so you walked by the airport lounge that was shut down. That's like right down there. I go, yeah, I can see it from the like where we are. I can see it below us. Uh -huh. That's the floor we were on before we ended up up here. And she's like, okay, um, hold on a sec. I need you guys to stand right over there. Get out of the way. I'm going to call somebody else. And two more security people showed up. So now there's a lady watching the passport control and three other security people all on their phones, all on their radios. And I'm like, what the fuck is going on? Like, this is a, this is so fucked up. I have no idea how I got here other than I followed signs. Right. She right. said, it's, it's impossible for you to go through the boarding pass scanner without talking to somebody there. I go, there was nobody there. We just scanned it. We were, we were behind a family of three that were scanning their stuff. And we, we scanned our boarding passes and it led us through to the place right below where we're talking right now. And she's uh -huh. like, somebody should have stopped you. I go, well, there was a guy there, but he was talking to people leaving that area. He wasn't even looking at the people coming into the area. She goes, well, his job is to make sure he sees boarding passes. I go, well, he didn't check out the people in front of us and he didn't check out ours. But as long as they open up the doors with our digital pass, I don't think he cared. Like we just went through like it wasn't a big deal. We just kept following the signs. Yeah. Right. She's all like, right. all right. So I'm, I'm, I'm trying to figure out how you got here. You, you arrived domestically, but you landed in international arrivals. I go, no, I landed where the plane friggin landed. And I just started following signs. It's so fucked up. I go, wait, hold on. Uh, if I told you I went into an elevator, would that make a difference? And she's, she, she looks at me and the other two people stop talking on the radio and they all look over, like all three of them stare at me. They go, um, which elevator? I go, it's the one right behind the wall that we're looking at right now. Like right behind that wall is an elevator from the floor below us that takes us to one floor above where we are to that walkway. And then from that walkway, we can walk down to where we are. She's like, how how did you get in the elevator? I go, well, we, we couldn't get up the escalator because there's glass doors. We couldn't get beyond the glass doors. And as we were going to turn around to backtrack to see where we might have gone the wrong way, the elevator opened up and somebody got out. So I just like put my foot in the way and we both walked in there and we hit the button. She's like, all right, 
so did you notice on the outside there wasn't any buttons to open the elevator? I go, no, I didn't have to look for that because it opened literally when I was standing right in front of it and somebody walked out. So I just walked into the elevator. She goes, all right, so that's the security breach. We found out where it was. Um, there's no way to get in that elevator unless you have like a security card, which you don't have, but you just happened to be in the right place at the right time where somebody was leaving the elevator and the doors were open and you walked into it and it took you to the completely wrong place of the airport. I'm like, huh. Okay. So yeah. So then what they had to do is they had to take the th- us, all three of them had to take us through the passport control right there. We didn't have to fill anything out. And then we went right out to where people collect their baggage. So okay. we were we were led to the outside of the fucking airport. So then we <laughs> had to go up an escalator and go through the entire like search again and the entire customs again and take the tram to get to the E gates again. So as we were doing that, the power shuts down. And then the backup power comes on. So it was pitch black for like, I don't know, 30 seconds and then power gets back on. And yeah, we're, we're going through security. So it's we spent the next, I don't know, 35 minutes going through fucking security and stuff. And then we finally make it to our e-gates and we realize that we were supposed to have two hours and 45 minutes to eat food. Our our plane leaves in about 15 minutes. And Holy we shit. Because we, we just been like held up where right. the security breach was, right? So you couldn't but get any food. We couldn't get any food anyway because nothing was open. Oh, because of the power That's situation. Right. The, the the backup power only kept the lights on and like the boarding process going. Even the power outlets to charge your phone and stuff weren't they had no power. We tried oh, charging our phone. So we're like, okay, we're gonna get on the plane with almost no fucking power on our phones, no fucking food. Oh my god, so goddamn frustrating. So yeah, we got on the plane and I got to eat my little my little thing of cookies that I get from WestJet. Thanks, WestJet. <laughs> and split a can of Coke. So instead of those little dinky cups with the ice in it, usually when we travel, but with two of us, we just ask for the full can to ourselves and no cups. Yeah. We get more pop that way and we don't oh, have to yeah. worry about that shit ice. Right. Yeah, we finally got on the thing and just plugged our phones into the charging outlets. And the thing that really pissed me off is on that flight, there was zero fucking TV shows. Oh, God. There was absolutely nothing. Like, that, they said that that wasn't working. I was like, cool. So I just sat there and listened to podcasts that I had on my phone. I was looking forward to watching the end of a movie that I started on the flight from Edmonton over. But, yeah. I mean, I didn't get the special security checks at all. They didn't pull me off to the side. But then they did waste two hours of my time asking me how I got through security. But... Can you imagine how much trouble the girl in the elevator is going to get into once they look at the video footage and see who it was? Oh, yeah. That she didn't stop you? No, not at all. Like I was standing in front of the door when it opened, and she just walked out. She was on her phone, and I just walked into the elevator. Oh, oh yeah. He's probably in so much shit. But, yeah, can you imagine landing, thinking you're landing in domestic arrivals, which you did, but then four minutes later, you're in international arrivals past security somehow? Wow. Yeah, we missed a turn at the duty free shop. That's it. Oh man. You yep. know, yeah, my 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 flight problems weren't nowhere near as as good as yours, but I, I want you to keep going with any more to the story or your oh, trip no, fuck. Before, I, I got before it. I, mean, I start before I start mine. So uh, all, all I all I was looking forward to was landing in Vegas, dropping shit off the hotel and going to get in and out burger. That's all I fucking wanted. Because I hadn't yeah. eaten for like four and a half, five and a half hours at that time. Yeah. Not that I'm, you know, starving. First world problems and shit, but <laughs> I, I really wanted to overspend at an airport. Oh yeah, I did manage to do that on the way back. Yeah, I spent twenty one dollars for a breakfast burrito and a coke. Yeah, that was awesome. That's so stupid, right? Yeah, 
Yeah. I, I did see the door that you stayed at, your hotel that you stayed at. Yeah. And what did you say? There, there's enough space in between <laughs> the door and the frame that I, me and my cock could fit through it or something. <laughs> well, I made a comment about the, the uh, because I was in an accessible room, it has a peephole at both normal height and like wheelchair height. So oh, I'm like, nice. I, I said, I said, I guess both me and my dick can look outside at the yeah. same time to see who's outside. <laughs> that's so awesome. Yeah. 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 I did not book an accessible room, but that's what I got put in. And so I had like a, a fully tiled bathroom with a walk-in shower, like, you know, just like no floor, you know, just the floor yeah. because it's for people that are handicapped. So, yeah. So that was, that was interesting. Sorry. Um, it's 2023. They're, um, uh, no, not, not even that. Now they're called special needs. Wow. I thought special needs was people who were formerly known as the R word. <laughs> you mean like the guy that put his Muhaha. <laughs> yes, that guy. Muhaha. Yeah, I, yeah. He's definitely special needs, and what he needs is yeah. Mr. Clay's face near his dong. <laughs> which he got. He probably still remembers that. <laughs> I hope so. Uh, I know I'll never forget. So do you have any other travel adventures there? Uh on no, the, man, the just, uh, trip? just no, pretty, just the just sphere, the outside. And, yeah. Just amazing on the outside. Like it's just a just a big ass fucking digital screen and there's music that plays if you're standing far away it's just images but if you get close there's sounds that play with the images like babies talking i don't know man yeah i can't really describe can you imagine, it can you imagine living next to that i it, it would be cool for maybe like a little while and then you'd be <laughs> like fuck <laughs> yeah that is, it's fucking cool that's for sure like when you're flying in and you see it from up top you're like that is probably the coolest fucking building in this city and this this city is filled with cool fucking buildings yeah yeah, absolutely. Oh, that that sucks. They're they're getting ready for NASCAR in Vegas. So yeah. there's scaffolding put up everywhere for bleachers and stuff. You can't even go see the the Bellagio Water Show because it's nothing but bleachers set up on the sidewalk there for the NASCAR that's going to be on the strip. Holy crap! Yeah, there's just there's so much scaffolding put up everywhere, like so much fucking metal, so much construction going on, and then they're shutting down the strip from certain town times of the day, so cabs can't even drop you off at your hotel. Wow. Yeah, it's. I'm sure it's a billion dollar enterprise. I'm sure the people in Vegas who have money to bring it here are going to be making so much money off of it, but it did seem like an inconvenience for those who live there. Oh, I, I can imagine. You know, the thing is, at one point in life, I thought, you know, I'd love to live in a big, like, extravagant city. And now all I want to do is just, like, live in the boondocks and be away from everything. Yeah. Yeah. That's that's the point where I'm at in life. But, uh, you can oh, but I just, uh, yeah. Yeah, exactly. That's You know, the thing is, is I like to have, like, a little, like, you know, a little apartment or whatever. And then like a couple months of the year I'd visit, I'd get my cosmopolitan kicks out, you know, a uh, few, few wild parties or whatever, and then go back to calmness. And yeah, you, you get some yeah. face work going on or some exactly dick or, you know, the wild parties that involve lots of hookers and cocaine. Yeah. Or and as they, some... yeah. Or as, 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 as Debbie would call it, cocaine, cocaine. <laughs> cocaine. Yeah. You know, so, all right. Well, that sounds like a good trip, man. I'm glad you had a good time. You got to see your favorite band. You had some good companionship. You got to you got to lie to a concierge about somebody's English abilities. Oh, and also the concierge <laughs> is so funny. We were walking through the Paris, the Paris Hotel and Resort, and we had to use the the restroom. So 
She goes in to use a restroom. I go in to use a restroom. Being a woman, she takes longer than a man to use a restroom, right? Because probably right. there's more women lined up to use it than there are guys in theirs. Uh-huh. And I come out and I see this empty concierge desk that's sort of like right there by the front doors and nobody's in it. So I just like squeeze behind it and I'm I'm just leaning up up against it from the inside. Uh-huh. And these two guys come up. They go, hey, excuse me. Uh, do you know you guys uh, have any restrooms around here? I go, oh, yeah, right this way, sir. Left right there for the men. Right right there for the women. And uh, enjoy your stay at the Paris Hotel and Resort. And they're like, okay. And they keep on going. And then Jay comes out of the bathroom. She's walking towards me. And this whole group of girls is coming up with all their drinks. Like, excuse me, excuse me. I go, oh, sorry. I don't, I don't work here. And I got out from behind the desk and walked away. She's like, what the fuck just happened? I go, people think I work here. I'm just standing here. But I've got like tattoo sleeves. I'm wearing like a short sleeve shirt. My hair is down and a beard. I don't look like I should be working as a concierge at any hotel anywhere. Yeah. But it was, yeah, I had a fucking great time. I, I would love to have stood there longer just to give people bad advice because I don't know the area. I don't know anything right. about it. But yeah. I just happened to use the bathroom. That's why I knew where it was when they asked. Right. That's pretty funny. Yeah, that that is time. pretty funny. Good times. All right. Well I guess uh I guess uh we'll wrap uh we'll wrap up Clay's story time adventure Hell for his yeah. trip and cool weekend. And uh we'll start on my my uh mine's not I don't know mine's in some ways it's maybe exciting and maybe not. So okay. we'll just start off. We'll, we'll just start off with my travel experience that I I got four hours of sleep because my flight was supposed to leave at seven a.m. and I got there uh, and got through security. Like so, so I I have it. So we have a new airport here now. We used to have these three small terminals, and then they built they built a new airport. And I haven't flown since the new airport got built because it was built and started after covid and then finished here yeah. so it's it's been done for a little while i haven't flown anywhere through the new airport i've flown through the old airport that was still functioning while they were building it now all, all the old terminals have now been relegated to cargo terminals and this new terminal is a passenger terminal is okay, it so now, well it's modern no you know <laughs> okay you know it, it it's it's nicer in many ways so so now we got many more overpriced restaurants perfect. and all the other cra- oh yeah perfect right but w- which is better because i mean let's be honest I mean, the, okay i'm old enough to remember sort of because when i first went to the old kansas city airport it was only a couple years old because my dad would fly out of kansas city when i was a kid to go down to Texas for work sometimes. And so when we go, this is before the interstate was built and even really connected it. So there was no direct internet connection. I mean, I mean, a uh, uh, highway connection from here to, uh, to the airport. So we had to drive through like, like a roundabout way and downtown and then cross the river up. Anyway, the only thing I was, that was cool about it was when we'd come back, my mom would go through the, it wasn't quite as hood as it is now, but it was kind of a hood area. And they had, um, church's chicken and we'd stop and get oh, church's nice. chicken on the back so i was always happy if dad went to the airport i was sad that he was leaving but but i was happy i was going to get church's chicken for lunch <laughs> and i was only like five years old six years old when this when he was flying out of town so it was a new airport then i remember i have memories just some a little bit of memories of being in the airport and how big it was to me as a kid and all this stuff like that right but by the time you know it's 2023 that was almost 50 years ago that it was built it was kind of kind of run down yeah and so and so the thing was is the way the old airport was set up i don't know if did you ever fly through the kansas city airport uh, i landed there once and you i think i took a that's right a shuttle or a cab i think i might have taken a cab yeah. to a hotel and you picked me up the next day yeah but but so you saw how it was like these little sections right so I they have, had 
no well, memory he, of it. I remember no there memory. was a tornado warning. They had to keep circling. <laughs> it was, yeah, there was, there was a tornado warning. They, they had to keep circling for 45 minutes or so. And then they finally landed when I, I guess the, the air pressure was okay for them to get down from up top to down below. Uh-huh. But so anyway, well, well, anyway, the, the old airport, they had small gate sections. So there was multiple security screening stations at all these small gate sections. So it'd be like four or five gates and they'd have a security station just for that. Well, so now you have one big security gate with like 12 gates for the entire airport. You come through and then you can get into like, you know, many more gates, which has made us more. We, now we can have more of an international airport. It's easier. We can be more connecting flights and stuff. It's 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 better. But Lord knows they blew out money like out the ass and the overrun cost overruns and blah 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 and you know all that crap. Anyway, so it's a new airport. I didn't know what to expect. I didn't know how long it was going to take. So I wanted to, and so and then of course I was running late. I was like twenty minutes late leaving the house to get up there. So I left at like five twenty. Right? Am yeah. I? And the flight was supposed to leave at 645. And, you know, the boarding stops like 15 minutes before that. So, and it's a half hour drive from here to the airport. It's like 25, 30 miles. So I'm doing like 80 miles an hour. You know, I got there. I got there and parked and was out of my car by 547 a.m. And I was on the, I was on the transit bus by 552 and I was at the security gate by six o'clock. And I'm like, sweet, I'm good. I yeah. get through there. Security goes fast as I'm getting up there. They open up another gate because they were still opening gates because it was so early in the morning. So they hadn't had them all open. So they were opening them as we were there. Got through, get to my seat. I'm the gate looks kind of dead, and I'm kind of like, well, this is kind of weird. So I'm mm-hmm. kind of flipping through the emails, and I'm like, blah blah blah. Please accept our voucher from Spirit Airlines. I'm like. Why do I have a voucher from Spirit <laughs> Airlines? I go down. Here's a food voucher. I'm like, what the fuck's going on here? Your flight's been delayed by three hours due to Jesus. whatever, whatever. I'm like, are you, you serious? Some dumb fuck taking an elevator and bypassing security. <laughs> yeah. So, so the reason it ended up being is that the pilot or somebody got sick. So this is the plane coming in from Las Vegas. We had a flight coming into Vegas. So I don't know. I'm like. Who the, fell, who the fuck's flying from Vegas at like two o'clock in the morning, you know, or whatever. It must've been like a midnight flight and they were supposed to have been there earlier and then, you know, prepped and ready for the morning, you know, had yeah. to have been like the, had to have been like the last flight out of Vegas for the day. And so somebody was sick and so they had to delay it. And so, yeah, so we didn't get out of there until like, yeah. So it's like, basically I got these alerts saying, you know, you're not going to make your connecting flight. We've rebooked you, you know, if this is a problem, you know, whatever, otherwise you're already taken care of. I'm like, okay, fine. So I got like a $7 food voucher, but it says like, this is not good for, this is not good for on. Yeah. This is At not good. For, yeah. This is not good for uh onboard purchases must be used, whatever, whatever. I'm like, okay. So I go to a place to get some food. I'm like, I'm like, can I pay with a voucher? They're like, yeah, yeah. Just scan it here or whatever. I'm like, okay. So, I mean, I still ended up spending like four bucks for breakfast, but it was like $11, you know, which is pretty good for like a, a sandwich and a drink. Oh yeah. It's like 12 bucks yeah. for two yeah. at the airport. Exactly. That's not even with a reach around and uh, the well, airport I... reach around. Well, TSA does it for you for free. See, that's but, why I go through the extra security. I like that screening. How <laughs> they get up in the crack and everything. Man, oh, they, yeah. like, check the flaps, everything. Yeah. They, they put so, a pinky in my wiener hole and it stretches it, but I'm not going to lie. It feels fucking good. Yeah. Well, you know, you're weird like that, Clay. <laughs> you're, you're a docker. So, so anyway, so the, so that's, so that's, I'm like, okay, great. So I got three hours to fucking 
play around and fucking be like, God damn it, I could have been sleeping for two more hours, you know. Yeah. But at least I, but I at know. least I but at least I didn't drive up through rush hour, which I would have had to have done, you know. But whatever, I'm pissed. I'm like, okay, well, whatever. I got some you know, I got money. I got a fifty dollar voucher for spirit. That's gonna help me a lot. It's good until January thirty first or whatever. I'm like, oh that's that's a long time. Um <laughs> helpful. Uh so so I you know, I get to Vegas, I get off in the you know thing, and there's like fucking gambling section right there and yeah it, yeah i'm like what the fuck and uh and then, so then i had like a two-hour fucking layover in fucking vegas and i'm just like i got nothing to do i mean so i'm by myself so uh so everything i get to Ve- I, I get through vegas i get i get out to la so i'm a couple hours later so instead of being there before noon i'm there around three o'clock uh, i get i get so i get there about two something i get i get an uber get to the hotel and they're like, uh, yeah, check-in's not until 3 o'clock. Who the fuck checks in at 3 o'clock in the afternoon? You can't check in until 3. I guess that's normal. It's like 20 minutes away. And I'm like, okay, uh, you can't check me in a little fucking early? I mean, you're, you're running that tight a schedule? So I go. So there's a Whataburger right there literally next to the hotel. So I'm like, fuck it. I guess I'll just go eat some lunch. I'm hungry, and I'll go eat, and then I'll come back and check in. So I go over to Whataburger. I just get a I just get a, a a single cheeseburger Whataburger meal, just a simple meal, you know, no tomato and all the normal stuff. And I said, okay, that was good. Went back to the hotel, checked in. This is all this is pretty boring stuff here. So I mean, so that was my adventure getting there. And so I was going to do uh, a tantra massage while I was out there in Vegas, right? Yeah. Well, I couldn't get one figured out and scheduled for Friday night, which is when I wanted to do one because I had. Most of these tantra places, they only take cash only, right? Because, you know, the kind of business that it is, okay. right? You know, so I'm sitting there with like $600 in cash on me, you know, just for the trip plus to cover a massage. A single guy, you know, I'm not saying that it was a bad neighborhood because where I was at, which was Westminster, is not a bad area of town, but it's still L.A., and anywhere in LA can be suspicious at times, depending on who's around you. I mean, I I mean, within like an hour, I'd seen like five homeless people just like right there, you know. I mean, right and and right near because there's like a uh, I went over to the gas station that was across the street from the hotel to get a couple of drinks and stuff. Yeah. And so, you know, I'm like, okay, great. So I got like six hundred bucks in cash on me, which I don't want to advertise because people Absolutely will kill not. you for people will kill you for forty bucks, let alone six hundred. So I just kind of chilled out that night. And and for the most part, my my trip experience wasn't that good. I went I went out there, uh, you know, Saturday and Sunday. I saw a music festival called Gates of Metal, uh, three, and uh, saw like I don't know twenty five thirty bands. You know, all Jesus. all metal. What's that? I, I see one. You see thirty. Yeah, I'm losing this competition. Yeah. I'm losing. <laughs> yeah, it's not a competition, but you had a big wild experience. I'm in this like kind of small little amphitheater with about. 200 gnarly metal dudes and it was a total sausage fest probably about 90 percent <laughs> dudes and 10 percent women and uh it, you know, it was a good time maybe 15 percent women but it, it was a good time you know uh, i got to i didn't rent a car when i was out there i decided that because the car god compared to what it used to be car rental now is ridiculously expensive like 100 yeah. bucks a day it used yeah to be it used like to be 30, like 25 bucks a day yeah 25 30 bucks a day now it's like 100 bucks a day and that's that's even before you add if you want to pay for their insurance and not trust your insurance and trust your car is not going to have a window broken out or somebody tries to steal it or somebody runs you off the road or whatever. And I'm like, I don't want to deal with this. I'm just going to do Uber. So I ended up spending about 
150 on Uber versus 450 or so for a car rental. I think I came out ahead on that. I, I didn't get to, so, yeah. now. Yeah. Now I didn't get to have the freedom that I like to normally have when I'm in Los Angeles. I like to be able to go to other places and stuff, but I'm like, I don't need to go into LA. I don't need to go to a CD store. I don't need to go all the way up to Trejo's tacos for tacos. I'm just going to make this a very low key trip. So anyway, I did manage to get a tantra massage set up for Monday afternoon. So that's what I was looking forward to is a tantrum massage before I came home. Came. Now, huh? Came. Came. Yes, yes. Yeah, we will get to that. Uh, and so and so basically, you know, it's, it's been a good weekend. I was supposed to have a friend come down from uh, a little city called Rancho Cucamonga there in California, and he couldn't get off work to come down and hang out for the weekend. So I was just by myself, you know, watch some TV. Watched the first uh, Beverly Hills Cop movie. I hadn't seen that Fucking for a while. I, I think, it is a great movie. I think the second one is better. It's, uh, in my opinion, I love the second Beverly Hills Cop better than the first. But I love Bridget the Nielsen first. was hot in that. Yes, she was. I started watching. I didn't get a chance to watch all of Beverly Hills Cop two. They had them back to back on Showtime. So, and I uh, would rather watch you shitting than watch number three. I would rather sit there in the bathroom and watch you take a dump. Begging me for a reverse Blumpkin, which, you know, well, let's be honest, it'll be over a lot quicker because I don't take two and a half hour shits or two hour shits. So, <laughs> well, yeah, not anymore. Mo- is just a dumpster fire that's been bukkake. No, squirt, <laughs> fa- face squirted on, you know, it's just terrible. Face squirted, face squirted on a on an Oreo slammer. That's right. That That's that. <laughs> yeah. Movie. Anyway. Yeah. I anyway. So, so basically I just had a pre chill, you know, like I said, so basically there's the, like I said, my trip's not quite, I don't have quite as many adventures as you, but I mean, I had some adventures. I didn't you know? want to have the adventures. Well, no, I just followed the fucking signs and I ended up breaking <laughs> some sort of security protocol. Uh, at least you didn't well hold on you never did tell me about that didn't you say they put you in a security room and eyeballed you or is that what you told me when they were all eyeballing you there yeah they were there like three of them just sitting there like they're talking on the radio and they kept like looking over and like staring at me they put me in a corner it's like like do do you really think i'd be scamming something somewhere if i willingly walked down to the passport area and said hey i think i'm lost can you lead me here like right yeah i get it though it's the it's the tattoo, long haired. Maybe they're like, "Fuck!" Don't we usually screen people like this? How come he wasn't screened when he got off the plane? Especially look at him. Don't we screen people like this? Yeah, don't, don't talk to her because she doesn't speak English. <laughs> yeah, yeah. But she's like, so, "I speak it, I just don't write it or I don't read it." Yeah, that's funny. Uh, okay, so so anyway, so basically, the first three days been pretty simple. First, the first night I came in. I had I had Whataburger for lunch, and then guess what? I had Whataburger for dinner. <laughs> There's nothing right? wrong with that. Yeah, and then Saturday I went to this place called Navarro Taqueria, which was pretty good. I had uh, Berea tacos for the first time. They're okay. like they're like I don't know how to describe them, but they're basically special kind of meat and like cheese and stuff, and you dip it kind of into like a like a liquid, kind of like a French dip, but it's like a Mexican French dip, you know, but it's with tacos. Really good. Really good. Very messy, but really good. Uh, And then I had, uh, you know, after the concert late at night, uh, had had in and out again. So that's three times. So in and out or Whataburger? 
Uh, I, I didn't mean Whataburger, In-N-Out. They don't oh, have In-N-Out. Whataburger okay. in, in California. It's In-N-Out. Yeah, so I haven't had In-N-Out for a while. So so I've had so I had In-N-Out twice on Friday. had it once on Saturday. On Sunday, oh, I went to Original Tommy's for lunch. So Original Tommy's is a chain that was started in Los Angeles. And I don't know if it's expanded much out of Los Angeles. But they're really known because they put chili on pretty much everything, like, chili stuff so i had a double chili this is a gut bomb i had a double chi- double chili cheeseburger with chili cheese fries and a large coke uh, i was hoping you say a large chili coke i'm like uh <laughs> you, you had me until the chili yeah. coke <laughs> no the chili coke no so the thing was is it is that i hadn't had it since i was in my 20s when i was out in la with my friend uh kurt and marcel and and yeah, it was nowhere near as good as In and Out. I'm like, yeah, I'm not gonna have this ever again. I think I think my 50 plus year old stomach has decided that uh, chili cheeseburgers and chili cheese fries are not the way to go. Yeah, uh, yeah. so I, I had that, and then I had uh, In and Out again for dinner on the way. Oh, man, I got so back. lucky! I wish I only did yeah. it once. Yeah, so I had I had in four days I had In and Out five times. So I don't think there's anything wrong with that. I think that's no. beautiful. Yes. So, so, but here's a, here's a nice thing. Since I don't normally have in and out except for once in a while, I never really get a chance to really experiment a little bit. So, yeah. so the first time, you know, I wasn't all that hungry. So I just got a single cheeseburger, just pretty much the normal cheeseburger with no yeah. tomato. Right. Got the same thing the next night. The next night I decided, Hey, I'm going to do animal style, double, double. Okay. No fries and a, and a shake, which was good. Uh, but messy. I was like, okay, I don't like that. So by Sunday, I decide I kind of came up across what I've discovered is my perfect setup. Although I did make it a little bit bigger on Monday, so I did a a, a double double, no tomato, add pickles, grill the onions, toast the bun, perfection. And then I got a then I got a three by three on Monday night, so a triple triple cheeseburger. Yeah, I don't no eat tomato and no tomato. Yeah, I don't, I don't I don't eat cheese. My my in and out go to is usually two double burgers, animal style. So they put yeah. the pickles and the mustard fried right into the thing and the grilled yeah. onions. And I also get raw onion, so I get pretty much double onion on it. Now see that and, I'd like to try. Yeah, and then I get animal style fries with no cheese sauce. So, so what does that mean on the animal style fries? Animal style fries is is their their burger sauce on the fries with grilled onions. So Ooh, it's a sounds tasty. Yeah, and it usually comes with cheese sauce, which I don't get because I don't like cheese. But yeah, it's definitely a, mm. a my my two fucking massive burgers, and I use a fork to eat the fries because they're all gooey and shit. But yeah, it's it's the way to go: animal style burger and animal style fries, no cheese sauce, two two doubles. So yeah, it's that's a lot of meat, right? Like four patties, twice as much onions, four buns. It's a lot of food. I, I find In and Out their their fries are fucking trash. They're just garbage. So you have to do something to them. They're, they're terrible. They're fries. they're fry. Oh yeah, they're. If there's anything that I could, imp- I would improve with In and Out would be better French fries. That, I mean, that's it. now I, I like the fact that they. That, I mean, you can sit there and watch them. You see the raw potatoes. Yeah, you yeah, see yeah. them being peeled. You see them being made yep. fresh. But they need to do something. I don't know what. Well, that's why you get it animal style. Yeah, that's the only way I can eat them. Otherwise, I would just do like three double patty, like three double burgers. Yeah, that's that's what I that's what I ended up doing a couple of times. I just didn't get the fries. It's, since you don't really have a true combo meal there, you just buy whatever. They just yeah. combine it. Uh, well, you do get they have combos, but you only save like twenty cents or whatever. I just I just get the drink and then I get the burger and I'm good. Yeah, if I get a milkshake, I, I make it just a one double burger. If I get like a soda, then it's two double burgers. Yep. 
But once I get yeah. a milkshake, I definitely can't eat all the, all the burger I want. No, 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 no. I agree. So, so that was my that was my food experience. Although I also had I had some pad thai on Monday for lunch. So I I I, I changed up the lunch. I didn't. I wasn't going to go in and out like eight times. Right? <laughs> I could have. I was definitely burgered out by the end of the weekend. But they they were good burgers. I mean, yeah. And it, they're, it's, yeah. It's fucking awesome. I, I love eating there. And I, I never go to White Castle since I went to it like twenty years ago, and it was garbage. Yeah, but I figured I'd try it again. So I grabbed one of their little sliders, and it it tastes like it's microwaved, even though I know it's steamed. But it's just it tastes gross. But their little chicken slider was pretty decent. Threw some mayo on there, and it was a good, decent little chicken slider. Did you see that I went to the World of Coke? Yeah, I did see that. Oh yeah. shit! They they do an international like you you know how I travel and I try different shit. Yeah, they do an international platter, so it's sixteen different drinks from around the world that they sell. So different Fantas or different colas or different tonic waters, but yeah. So they give you, they give you enough. There, there was two of us. We had the the sixteen pack plus a eight pack of floats. So uh-huh. they do, they do eight of their drinks. They turn them into floats. But yeah, the the international pay, I paid twenty five dollars for it. it. Seems like a lot of money, but you're getting eighteen drinks, and we didn't even finish them. So then it doesn't oh, wow. seem like too much money. I mean, did you sip each one at least? I mean, even yeah, yeah, we tried every yeah. one of them, and oh, then the okay. ones that were really good, we finished those. We finished right. all the floats, and then we finished. There, there was one that tasted like perfume. It literally burnt the inside of my mouth when I was drinking it. I felt like somebody opened up perfume and just poured it into my mouth. All Ew. I know is that next time I go to Italy, if somebody offers me Beverly, I'm not gonna fucking touch that shit. <laughs> and then there, okay. there was one that would fit right up Kansas City's butthole. But Is it barbecue a, flavored? Yeah, it's sour plum from China, but it tastes like mesquite. Like you're drinking it and it's carbonated mesquite. And I'm just like, why the fuck would anybody want this? So th- those are definitely two that I, you know, I tried them twice. Try it once. I'm like, uh, let me try that again. Try it the second time. Yeah, I'm not going to try that with a third. Yeah, yeah. I, I actually did get to visit uh, a Coca-Cola location. I, I went to the one in Atlanta when yeah, I yeah. was when I was there for a concert many uh, year 2007. Actually, I remember the year. Well, uh, I was yeah JoeCon for 2007 for me. That's I went to the yeah yeah Coke one. Yeah. It was awesome. Actually, maybe I went earlier than that. I don't know. I've been in Atlanta several times, but uh, but Ooh, yeah, brag, I went. I, brag, brag. Well, you know. I try not to, uh, but yeah, so that was, that was really good. Um, uh, but yeah, it's cool. Well, like you yeah. have the whole bottling plant there. You can actually watch the bottle oh, yeah. and get filled yeah. and then you can go to that 4d theater and like watch the four minute quick little video on Coca-Cola and you feel like you're getting splashed with Coke because, or there's like mice running underneath you through the fact it's, it's I, definitely cool. I, I, I like the factory. I, I just want to live out my inner flash dance fantasies and just be on a on a stage with a chair and just pull a lever and Coca-Cola just drenches uh, my body and it's yeah. all sticky. <laughs> I was going to say, that's not going to be sticky in the long run. You need someone yeah. to get off. Oh, yeah. Jessica Beale will work, even oh, now. I was, I was thinking about the special needs guy that shoved his wang in my face. I could <laughs> no, uh, track him down and hire him. That's that's your fantasy. <laughs> I so, already lived my fantasy. Now, now it's your fantasy. Ha ha wag. <laughs> uh, all right. So so that was my food adventures. I had a really good time, and I'm sad that there's no In and Out here in my city. Um, the closest. Yeah, but one. then you wouldn't appreciate it. I know. Well, that's the way I feel now about Whataburger. Now we have I have a Whataburger that's like two and a half miles from my house now. Is it that good? 
I still like Whataburger. I thought yeah. I liked Whataburger more than In-N-Out, but I think I like In-N-Out more than Whataburger. I think I had Whataburger at a Texas airport once, and it was just not was memorable. Houston? Was it Houston? I, I, I don't know. It was on a G.I. Joe Con 2014, I think. I connected oh. through Houston, so that okay. probably... Because I remember I went through Houston, and I, and I ate at a, a, a Whataburger in the Houston airport when I was on my way to Mexico. Right. So, so yeah, that, that was probably it, because I did yeah. connect through Houston. And you know what though? I really I thought I don't know, they're both good, but it but the in and out's cheaper. Oh. And and everything I don't know. I, I think I like in and out better because I can tell you this. I ate there five times, even late at night. Yeah. And I never fell ill. That's Not good. once. Not once. No. It was pretty damn cool. You ever had Smashburger? Uh, I have. Yeah. yeah. I had one in Colorado somewhere, Denver maybe. Just driving have, through. Man. Have you ever? Had, <laughs> this is funny because of the name of the place. But have you ever had Five Guys? <laughs> oh. <laughs> oh, oh my god! So many times. I so can't many, count yeah. how many times. Is it next to a Wiener Schnitzel? Yeah, it's uh, very filling. I'll tell you that much. Yeah, Five Guys and a Wiener Schnitzel, you're good to go. Yeah. But uh, you know, Five Guys is a is a burger chain that that's uh, that's here. I don't know how many cities it's in, but there's plenty of them in Kansas City. And they literally give you a bag of French fries so big, it's like enough for two people. I mean, it's you true. can't finish it. Yeah. Yeah. But we have five guys in Edmonton and Calgary and stuff. And I, I love it. Okay. Okay. Yeah. So they're really good. But they're, but, but the thing is, is you're spending Ooh, yeah. 15 to 20 bucks for your meal just for you. You yeah, know, I mean, now you get a lot of food. And, and, you know, fries are definitely better than the In and Out. Oh, hell yeah. Yeah. Do you get the but, Cajun ones or the regular? I don't know. It's been a while since I've been there. They're expensive, so I don't really. I always do Cajun, and it's it it burns like over like I get teared later. I thought you liked yeah. it when it burns. Well, I mean, I, I like it when it hurts, not when it burns. <laughs> so I don't like when it burns, when I pee, which is far oh, too often. Wow, we only got a couple minutes left, so it's so we're not I gonna start... we're not gonna dive well, into I... my burning. No, well, we can burn into that. We can dip into that a little bit, but I think I'll have to stop, and we'll have to if you uh, if you're still good, or if you need to stop, uh, we can talk about I the cancer massage by, experience. So. I have to go buy milk. Uh, okay, and it's starting to snow, so my car won't go on snow. So I got to go quick to grab it, and then tomorrow morning at like seven, I've got to fucking hook up my goddamn battery to my truck and get shit going. I fucking hate well, living here. Anyway, well then, let me give you the minute point thirty yeah. special on the tantra massage. So Monday, Jeez. I got the tantra massage lined up. And I'm yeah. all excited about it because, you know, I've told you my stories about being ta- trained in Tantra. Yes. I go to the place. It's in a private residence. They got it all set up. It's supposed to be a Tantra massage place, right? That's what it says. Well, I think it was more of a glorified whatever because I can tell you this. I mean, I had a great time. And because of my training, I was able to make sure I had a really good experience. I had multiple orgasms and, and, and a really good satisfying ending. But to say she was Tantra – massage would be a stretch because i'm like i don't know what the fuck place you (laughs) trained at you know because it's nothing like my training i'm like my training i mean i'm not going to brag but i mean i'm fairly well educated a little bit on it even though i haven't practiced as much as i'd like but anyway it was a good time it wasn't it, it was it was definitely really good but for the money it cost me it wasn't quite what i hoped for so that's all i'll say i had a great time i had multiple orgasms but but it was not as overwhelming as I would have liked. Sad face. Yeah. So that'll wrap it up. That's that's the end of my trip. That was my trip. Flew home. No problems. So we're saying peace out, no dolls. 
That's right. Peace out. And uh, Clay, you have fun with the snow. (laughs) Thanks for listening, everyone. This well, that made me laugh for sure. Like he's got this one bit about when you feel like you know you're gonna cry, and you are trying to make it home, and you feel like everybody in the world can see this guy is gonna cry. So even you're in your car and you're just trying to hold it together till you get home. And so he goes through this whole thing. He talks about when you're at home and you're crying and you're in front of the mirror because you want to see how disgusting you look and then the phone rings and you answer it, even <laughs> though, you know, why would you? So I, he's made me laugh a lot and I want to like this guy. But he, so he went through his whole thing recently where, like his brother stole a bunch of pile of his money. He went, became unfamous. You know, you follow all that no, stuff? No, I, I, I don't, I don't follow Danko. Okay. So his brother was his business manager, ended up embezzling like millions of dollars from him. And then he was not as famous, like he fell off, and now he's making like a resurgence. So he's been on podcasts recently, like Tiger Belly, and he's been on Your Mom's House. And, and, and I watch him and I'm like, I want to like this guy. And he talks and he tries to be vulnerable about, you know, he just tries to be more human. And I, there's just something blocking. It's like a guy that is so handsome and, you know, he's gotten so many girls. And then he tries to tell you that he's had a tough go. Oh, and you're like, guy. I can't really hear this. Even, he lost both of his parents inside like nine months. His dad got terminal cancer and then his mom did. So he's been through some shit. Yeah. But then I still look at him and I'm like, I just can't get there. Like you're, I just, I want to like you, but it's like the cool, it's like the guy who uh, is the captain of the football team and then he gets the prom girl and his life goes great and then, you know, he wants to tell him you got a flat tire and he's bitching and you're like, hey, go fuck yourself. <laughs> uh, I like Dane Cook in waiting. Yeah, I like him love, too. Love him and wait. Welcome to the Thunderdome, bitch. <laughs> what did I do? <laughs> and you, you're the biggest piece of shit in this restaurant. What the fuck did I do? Yeah. Which is true. You didn't do no, anything nothing. the whole fucking movie. That's right. You know the weird thing about that? That movie? I, I just found this out. The guy that plays Mitch, the guy that is in training all day long, yeah. who doesn't say anything, then finally gives him the fucking go, gives him the finger, <laughs> says the biggest piece of shit on the planet. He wrote Spider-Man Homecoming. Wow. Right? That's Him crazy. and somebody else. They have, a, they have a writing team and a company, and they got paid. Spider-Man Homecoming is written by that guy. Yeah, that's. I think that's like one of my. But he was also on Freaks and Geeks. I didn't see that. It's a TV show, like a forty-year-old virgin. Mm. Uh, Freaks and Geeks. Who's the Who's the guy? The. Who's Seth Rogen? No, the movie, the director, the writer. Judd Apatow. Judd Apatow. Oh, okay. Like he it was his show before. Like oh, Seth okay. Rogen was in it. Uh, Linda Cardellini. So mm. a lot of. Uh, Franco was in it. They were all in this thing, oh, wow. and it lasted very, very short. It was mm. long. I think they were long episodes. It was a very, very short-lived show. But uh, they all had like massive history with Judd Apatow after that, mm. and they're all skyrocket stars now because of it. Have you ever heard of the movie The Room?